Hello, and welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name's Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thanks for tuning in. It's episode 31. 31. (laughs) I get it, like 21? Yeah. (laughs) That was funny, Sabria. Wow. So what'd you do this week? (laughs) What the hell did I do this weekend? Everything is just such a blur. No, seriously. No, I'm like, yeah, no, heard- seriously, though, what was the week? Oh, I know we did something. I went, okay, I remember Sunday, backtrack. Okay, so I remember Sunday, because I went um, and got food with Peter, and we was about to fucking fight in Blackbird. Oh, yeah, you was about to fight. <laughs> because this lady, because first of all, like I was telling him, a lot of my friends are loud, and I don't notice it, because I'm so used to, like, my family is loud, like, my friends are loud, like, everybody I'm around, I'm loud, like, everybody's loud. Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand, like, when people are loud, it don't, like, it's not like, whoa, to me. And it's not like you're in a library. It, exactly. Yeah. And so, Peter is talking to me, and this lady is behind us, but he's, like, facing her. Yeah. And... Um, she's like, you're shouting. First of all, that was fucking annoying. <laughs> that is so. And he annoying. was like, he was like, this is normal. He was like, he was like, that's that's my normal register. <laughs> and so, I'm like, yeah. And so I turned around. She didn't think I was gonna say something. And I kept looking at her, and I'm like, what is the problem? And she looked down, looking at her phone, ain't want to say nothing. And I said, it's not a library because it's not. Oh, yeah, you literally. <laughs> I literally said yeah, that. Yeah, it's not it's not like you're in study hall or anything. Like I feel this is the second time a white bitch tried me. I think the third time I'm going to have to no, fight. If you book. Exactly because mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about it here but um when I was using a bathroom at this coffee place and Michael was in line and like this lady was talking about me and she was like, what the, f- like what the fuck is going on? Like what's happening because I was taking a long yeah, I was taking a shit. Right. Okay. And like before I, I went something into to say about that. By and the before way. I mm-hmm. went into the bathroom, I was waiting for somebody else. Like you don't know what's happening to somebody when they're in the bathroom. Right. Don't assume that everybody's fucking taking exactly. selfies or something exactly. like that. Some people have disorders, like where they have to take a shit. Yeah. Or anything else. Or yeah, just have to go throw sit up. It's exactly. Mm-hmm. So I was in the bathroom and she was like, "What the fuck?" And trying to like get a, and everybody else hyped up in line. Up, yeah. yeah. And they was like, "Yeah, what?" So she didn't know that I was with Michael because he's like this blonde twinkie white boy so I came out and he's like people were talking about you and I said who was talking about me I got real loud <laughs> everybody wanted to turn the other cheek literally like white people y'all are so fucking pussy so everybody wanted to I said no who was talking about me who was mm-hmm. talking about me so I'm like looking I'm looking at everybody in line I'm like who was <laughs> it you was it you they all was Side quiet so Michael, being the down-ass friend that he is, he was like, he came out, he was like, I know that you're, like, a friend of the environment and stuff, but, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck did you do? (laughs) He fucking took the whole roll of toilet paper and put it in the toilet so nobody that was after (laughs) us could use the toilet. You know what's so funny is that Michael is so fucking quiet. Nobody would have ever expected. Exactly. He did it probably without even making it. Because at first he said he just was going to sit there for, like, a long time. He said, but I got bored. And so he was like, what's something that, like, will really fucked them up and mm-hmm. he took the whole roll of toilet paper and just put it in the toilet yeah and it, like i feel um, you know unfortunate for those people who had to clear it up but you know sometimes like some people won't have to suffer so that you know the people you because like i was because i'm like i don't give a fuck if this is like a whatever like this expensive ass coffee shop like it wasn't starbucks i forgot what it was called but la columbia whatever oh yeah i know what yeah talking about. um mm-hmm. And I got, I was going to get loud. I was like, who was talking about me? Like, I was looking everybody in the face like, was it you? Was it you? Was it you? And nothing. Nothing. Now I'm telling you. And then this thing would happen with Peter. That was the second time that a white bitch tried me. The third, because even though it happened to Peter, it still was me. Yeah. Because that's my and friend. He, yeah, exactly. So the, Because they saw you with him and they still decided to try it. Exactly. I'm like, like uh, me and Peter were saying, I'm fucking vegan for the animals. Animals, I will not touch them. But a person... I will whoop a human's ass. <laughs> and you know, you were saying how you were taking a shit and like people, some of that lady was throwing a shit. So today, somebody took a shit at work and it smelled terrible, okay? Because uh, yeah, shit, shit does. Yeah, shit, shit smells that way. So I was in here just washing my hands and uh-huh. I had everybody fear, like, oh God, somebody gonna come in here and think it was me who yeah. blew this bathroom up. And it wasn't, but like at the end of the day, somebody did. Somebody had to use the and bathroom. And that's what the bathroom was that, for. Okay, right. So somebody comes in and they go, ugh. <laughs> Are you <laughs> right? And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, all right. You don't know if I took this me shit or not. 
But at the end of the day, it's somebody took the shit where they were supposed to. You act like they took it like <laughs> you act like somebody like this like in the kitchen or at, at the copy machine. Then I understand why you would be upset, why you would be disturbed. But it's the fucking bathroom. You know, if you go in the bathroom and it smells like apricots, then you should be thankful because that is a privilege and it should not smell that way. But when it smells like shit. It's the, one of the few places in the world where it's acceptable. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just like American culture or what. Like, I don't understand well, why people shit get mad. From where can you <laughs> shit? Exactly. Like that makes people me mad. don't want you to shit, and that's my thing. And I'm like, no. When I have to, I will around anyone. And I'm just I'm like, sorry. no, I'm not. That shit hurts. Like me my grand, like my mom always say, I ain't killing myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not killing myself for you. Exactly, because that's it. Fucking hurts, and you be in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, and it just throws your shot. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like when you got poop and somebody tell you, sure, you but like, can you shut the fuck up real quick? Because <laughs> I'm trying to focus on like not doing something. Yeah, that shit makes me so fucking mad. Like that I hate when people freak out. Oh my god, this bad. Oh my she, god. She they came eyes in, she's like, <laughs> I was washing my hands and I felt offended because even though I wasn't the one who did it, I'm like, what if I was? Yeah, and, like, also, just put your, like, if something is, like, a smell that I just cannot take, I just put, like, my, like, shirt or whatever up to my nose quietly. The thing is, I smelled it, too, or I and I it. said, ew, but <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like, it's not pleasant, but I get why this place smells that way. Exactly, because it's a fucking bathroom. Yeah. Okay. But I feel sorry for the next white bitch to try me, because that is my, my, like, for this whole year, with, like, with anybody that just, like, try, I'm just, like, I'm going to fucking fight you. Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't care. You know, that's, that's been a, a huge part of my yeah, fighting. It, I know, that so, has been. So. But, like, now, like, I used, I used to be like, oh, I don't want to get charged, blah, blah, blah. I'm not scared of nothing right now. Like, no, I don't I'll give run a, after I beat you. I'll run, I or I'll just fucking deal with it. Like, I don't fucking, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll just <laughs> ruin my life. <laughs> I, I'm just at the point where, like, and people record stuff. I'm like, okay, you saying this? But like, I just mm-hmm. exactly like that's my motto. Like, I get and I get fighting. it. I do. But I Saturday, do. I don't remember what did I do. We went Saturday. to the gym. We went to the gym Saturday. For like three hours. We went to the gym for like long ass gym session. That was long. We went to the gym. My and mom then, checked on me. She's like, wait a second. Where oh yeah, at? she did. <laughs> I didn't realize. Oh, that's why she checked me because we was gone for so long. We were gone for three hours. I didn't realize we was gone for that long. A lot of cardio got accomplished. Though. Yeah. So yeah, we went to the gym and then I went grocery shopping after mm-hmm. that. I've been grocery shopping for the past three days. Yeah, me too. I go to the grocery store every single and day. And I'm not done. Because I never they, know what I want to eat. Because and I want it fresh. Yeah, and then nut ass market that I went to today didn't have fucking v- tomatoes on a vine. Not Are shocking. you kidding me? Not shocking that in Germantown you couldn't find tomatoes. Tomatoes on a fucking vine? You lucky if you can find tomatoes in a can there. I'm, I'm surprised I found fucking capers. That is pretty shocking. They had, also they had dates, but then I put them back. I was like, uh. They probably were dated. Yeah, that's why I put them back. And it was like, in all this plastic. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Ew. Yeah. Gross. Okay. All right. And also, guys, earlier this week, we started, this is a concert. So we're going to make you listen all the way to the end. Nan and the boo-boo. (laughs) Yeah. And we got a winner. So, all right. Let's talk about our faith for this week. Uh, Sabria (laughs) picked it, our favorite our four favorite mythical creatures. Yeah, and I, I did this question with my students um, also. Oh. Because um, we have a question of the day, every mm-hmm. day. So, my favorite mythical creatures, um, I would have to say um, one of a dragon, obviously. Mm-hmm. I fucking love dragons. I wish that I can have one. Um, also... Hmm, no, do I want to say that one? I don't know if I want to say that. Yeah, you got. Yeah, okay. Got so four choices. A, dra- a dragon. Also, um, is this what they call a chupa a chupacabra? I like it because Sorry, I it, thought that was a dish like that you get. It's like it's, it's got to be a taco called the chupacabra, right? Chalupa. Well, you know I fucking love chalupas. I know that's the thing. But the chupacabra, I swear that was a dish somewhere. It but might you be, know but what? a chupacabra. The, that was uh, that's a another um one of my favorite X Files episodes, but it's just like this random like it's like an alien thing kind of, and the only thing I don't like, but it's like it eats like sheep and like cattle and stuff. But it's like an alien. I rather eat sheep and cattle to eat me to be yeah. honest. <laughs> so you yeah. have at it, and it like scared me when I was younger, but then like uh, I became fascinated with it because like 
it was it freaked me out. Um, also, so that's two. That's two. Yeah, it was two, and I'm looking two. up a chupacabra. Ew, what the fuck is this? No. Um, also, chupacabra. <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> if you look it up, it's going to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> like that shit really scared me. Oh, fucking my favorite fairies. I fucking love fairies. Yes. So much. See, I was thinking I forgot there was um, but yeah, I love fairies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started like writing like I don't even know if I want to do anything with it, but I started like making like a little stories about fairies because I just I love fairies so much mm-hmm. um also hmm do I want to say what's my last one um unicorns yep yeah that makes sense unicorns they're very I feel like at, at first I fought against liking unicorns for so long but I feel like it's something that I can't felt, fight I feel like it would like it's something that people would get me as a gift that they like oh this reminded me mm-hmm unicorn something. See, um, okay, so two of ours are the same, and I'm not changing them because it's just the truth. Unicorns are my favorite. Yeah, favorite. I know. You know, unicorns remind me of you. I've been loving unicorns ever since I was a kid. Actually, I really do love any, like, horse-type mythical creature. Unicorn, what's it called? A pegasus, I think, with the wings, the horse with the yes. wings. Yes. I like Ponyta from Pokemon when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> horse I know you did. I know you did. Animals. Like, but unicorns are my favorite. They're just, oh, my gosh. I just, those are, that's one mythical creature that I just really wish, like, was a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, second is mermaids. Um, I love yeah. mermaids. Like when I was a kid, I I just had this fantasy that I would turn into one one day. <laughs> I don't know if y'all watched that Disney movie. It's called The Thirteenth Year. Oh yeah, I remember and on that. His thirteenth birthday, he started you know drinking a lot of water. His feet started turning into like fins <laughs> and shit like. And I thought on my thirteenth birthday, maybe if I was lucky, that shit would happen to me. <laughs> It did. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted it. I wanted that bad. <laughs> and I wanted to be, like, Ariel, like, The Little Mermaid was one of my favorite movies. I thought, why the fuck would she give up her voice so she could be human for Weird. this nut-ass human man? I bet you, and then her dad looked good as shit. Her like King Triton could fucking yes. get it. <laughs> he had, oh, my God. Homie was lifting, all right? Yes. So I'm like, all right, if you got men that look like that under the <laughs> sea, why would you trade your voice so you can have this Eric wasn't even that fucking hot. Eric with them thick ass bangs did not look that good to, for you to be giving up your whole voice and huh yeah right and she had a gorgeous singing voice just she did. please and fairies but like obviously I love like woodsy fairies like Tinkerbell and stuff like that but honestly I'm thinking of like a fairy godparent type of like Cosmo and Wanda type of oh, fairy. Oh yeah like fun fairy. Cause like after watching the Tinkerbell like movie I was like mm, I don't know. She was kind of bitchy. She was. And also, Tinkerbell was a tinker fairy. So, like, her thing was, like, the her, those type of fairies, they, like, fix things. Mm-hmm. And at first, she didn't want to be a tinker fairy. But then I watched it. I'm like, okay, they are important. But <laughs> I, if I could choose any fairy I want to be, I wouldn't want to be a tinker fairy. No shade. Yeah. No, thanks. I would just rather be a fairy that grants wishes. Like, yeah, those. that's yeah, that's what I say. That's a different I want to be fairy. Timmy, Timmy Turner's. Uh, Cosmo Wanda. I want to be like him and have those people in my life. And the last one, um, it's a Pokemon because they're mythical, and it's Jigglypuff. Like she just was funny as shit to me. Like the fact that she literally put people to sleep and got pissed about it each time <laughs> is something that I would do. Like, are you really not paying attention to me giving you a damn show? Like that's something I would do. Like right on people's face. And every time when I was a kid, I'm like, her song is so beautiful. Why can't people just fucking stay up and listen? <laughs> because I think that's because it was yeah, so I know beautiful. it was a power. It yeah. was like the power of her um song. Which she just I'm like she deserves a crowd. <laughs> she deserves it. So yeah, Jigglypuff. All right, so now we're gonna move into toast for assists. Um, this week we're gonna toast to Jackie. I, Ina, right? Mm-hmm. I always say her name wrong. So Jackie Ina is just amazing. Please follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E-A-I-N-A. She is And like, subscribe to her YouTube. And subscribe to her YouTube channel. She's like one of the like YouTubers turned like makeup owner turned just like mogul. She, yeah. And she's woke as fuck. Like she's yeah, really, she is. really woke. Even, like, even when she... um. Like, collaborates with people that, like, you know, 
at first it seemed like they might not have like you know a lot of color range and stuff she like still will speak up about it exactly like, and that she doesn't like you know the coin doesn't she's like okay no, there's, there's other people that you know could give me you know money or whatever she's not so yeah. thirsty for sponsors that she doesn't like stand when people when people throw shade against like darker skinned women mm-hmm. in the industry, like she she says what she means. Mm-hmm. She has her own makeup line, like she has highlighters. She, colla- she collaborated. Really? With, yeah. It's, it's Artist Couture is the brand. Okay, Artist Couture. And then is the brand. she okay. um, collaborated. This is her it's second. Called La Peach or something yeah, like that. Yeah, this is her second collab with um, Artist Couture. Well, also. it's beautiful mm-hmm. and like a lot of seeing a lot of girls trying it on of every skin color and they just look amazing. And mm-hmm. she's funny as shit. Like I follow her on Twitter and she has she, me she in tears every single day. So y'all, please follow her. She's so funny. And since we talk about makeup, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Let's move into tea time. All right. If you know me, you know the Tarte is one of my favorite favorite brands like i love tart i've loved tart since i was a little girl everything about their brand is just like energetic like from from the colors just to you know the packaging it is a fairy brand it is very energetic they have like the unicorn palette it's a lot to look for like everybody wants to be a tartlet because it's just so cool and what's even more amazing is they have the ethics to back it up you know they're cruelty free and you know they're vegan and a lot of their stuff is clay based and not really made with they're made with some integrity like a lot of the ingredients so it's like who wouldn't love tart so, they have something uh, called Shape Tape, which is a concealer, and everybody loves Shape Tape. It's like, literally... Yeah, that was going to be my next purchase, actually. It's like, they call it America's Concealer, because it's so, so big. So, there was a highly anticipated Shape Tape foundation that they were supposed to release, and you would think niggas would know, after Rihanna has released her stuff and shook the makeup world with that shade range, mm-hmm. don't come with no weak shade range. Mm-hmm. Guess what Tarte did? They, they came, came with, with a weak, weak shade range. range. Oh, my God. They came... So, Sabria sent me... Um, told me about this photo. A, a Beauty by Pop Sugar released, like, swatches of it. And when I tell y'all, it's probably about 12 shades and all. And out of those shades, there were 10... It's 13 shades. 13 shades. About... Uh, huh. I'm going to say about 10 or 11 of them are different shades of white, different yep. shades of beige. And then they got two uh, darks. And the darkest one is not probably not even going to fit me. Yeah. The darkest. And I, if you've seen me, you know that I'm like a brown-skinned woman. But I'm no, I'm nowhere near of Lupita. I'm nowhere, like, you know, what about, like, Issa Rae? What about, like, all these other dark-skinned women? If I, you can't even fit me, what does that say about them? And I'm like, y'all spending all this money to send fucking YouTubers and stuff to Hawaii and all these lavish trips. But y'all can't even, like, fucking get a foundation right and then I'm like this is the first release we're gonna do a second one no I don't no, want to be no because I the thing is before Fenty Beauty came out I, I'm not gonna lie I did fall I fear yeah, I accepted that I fell for that shit but as soon as Fenty Beauty came out and they released all those shades like 40 40, 40. 40 shades and one fucking like um release I said oh no it's possible and also Makeup Forever has always had and like, Mac you know, had the range yeah even though I don't fuck with Mac they've always yeah, had the range and Bobby Brown there are plenty of brands who can come through with the shades I'm exactly. tired of having this fucking conversation and what wouldn't have it wouldn't have fucked me up so bad if they released five shades okay mm-hmm. if they released uh fair light medium tan dark I think I would have been like that's so fucked up like y'all still don't get that we all can't fit yeah. into a box but what they did was they released Y'all understand that lighter people have undertones and variances with mm-hmm. their skin, but when it's like y'all stopped giving a fuck when it came to the darker skin yeah. women. And we have the fucking coin. It's not like brown women don't show up. Like, and it's not just about like black women. It's not just about black women. Like, it's about Indian women. It's about uh any woman that is darker skin. Yeah. Any woman that's darker skin is you can find a representative on YouTube right now making moves and representing. So it's not like you can go with that age old tell like, okay, we're just catering to the people who have the money. 
brown girls show the fuck up. I was and about spend to say, because that's something that I we maybe spend broke money. or whatever, but I fucking spend money we on makeup. We will spend the money on the makeup, so don't even. And we all love Tarte. Tarte is one of those brands. And it just makes me enough. mad because, like, since now, I'm really, I'm like fully on committed to like buying stuff that's cruelty free, buying stuff that's vegan. And it's like, this is a brand that I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, and cause like foundation, because the foundation that I was using before was, you know, it wasn't that. And I'm like, okay, so I'm constantly looking to like replace that, you know, that formula and stuff I had. I'm like, okay, cool. Tart. That's perfect. But they don't, I don't even know if I can fucking get a, a, like, you know, a shade. And I'm not even, you know, dark skin. Exactly. It's just it's just rough. And what sucks more is that they posted the photo and uh, a photo of this new thing and they took the com they disabled the comments. So- and I and so that's when I found another picture that the pictures with the comments when I'm disabled. And I commented, I said, y'all pussy for yeah. disabling the comments. The same. They're going to say, what's your favorite shade of some blush? I'm like, the shade that y'all don't fucking carry because y'all don't care about black girls. You commented? Yeah. Uh, you said that? Yeah. Yes. The shade that y'all don't fucking carry. Like, and now yeah, you're making me mad, mad because now you know it's a problem. Now you know it's a problem. Yeah, and they just and keep on posting. Like, they're ignoring it. Yeah, this. they're not saying, like, okay, guys, we're sorry. Like, what the fuck? And you know what? This is why I like Rihanna. This is why I like Fenty Beauty. As soon as that shade started happening, Rihanna released a newsletter. was like, you know, the reason why I decided to create Fenty Beauty <laughs> is to include everyone. Everyone, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that's right. So at this point, what's re- what other reason do I have to give any other makeup brand my money? Like, also, Tarte, you were my favorite, but yeah. I will never fucking spend money on a brand who does not corny. make makeup for me because you thought about me and you made you decided that I was secondary. Exactly. No more. And also, I should have known. I'm not the second release. Exactly, because no. I would have. I, you know what? I was all. I started being on the fence about Tarte when. So, they have, like, a brand ambassador. I don't know if she's still the brand ambassador, but on Instagram, her name is Jen Tart. Yeah. So, Jen Tart was, like, she had braids, and people was, like, letting her have it about that. She's a white girl. She had braids. And, and you know, I've worked it. with Tart on and, a very personal level. Yeah. And, uh, no. And she, like, says something, like, getting smart, like, basically saying, like, you know, I should be able to wear my hair the way I want to. Like, I love this style. Oh, I know and Jen appreciate it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, she said something about that, like, wearing, like, the braids. And I'm like, and I had started following her, unfollowing her that. But I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, she just, like, she ain't brand ambassador. Like, her contract might be up. Like, I don't know if she's still, like, you know, with Tart or whatever. But I'm like, you know what? I know this one. Fuck her and fuck Tart. Yeah, she had braids in her hair and she was like, people was letting her yes, have it. And uh-huh, she was I like, here. Yep. She still got the picture up. That raggedy ass picture. Uh, yeah. It's just, this is why I, I try my best to be inclusive. And that's why they don't have the fucking range because people like that are their brand ambassadors. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. It's fine. But you know what? When you don't have black women at the table to kind of correct you and tell thing, tell you things like this are accept- unacceptable black or brown women, then you can make fucked up mistakes like this and you can miss our coin. I hope it really affects them. I know. Because even, like, the thing is, before I said something on Twitter, like, it was, like, white girls, like, going yeah. off. Yeah, they were. They were. And I'm like, that's how you should be a fucking alley. Like, I shouldn't. I said something because I had the time. Yeah. But, like, like if you want to be an alley, you should be like, you know what? Let me This speak comes up. in my shade, but still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you fucked hard real quick. Um. Okay, so we're going to, we were going to talk about Easter Ray's birthday party. But... What else do we have to say other than that was just popping? Yeah. It just looked decent. Like, there's so many people there. The whole cast of Insecure, Amber Rose. I just want to be her friend. I just want to be her, actually. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on into Don Lemon. Um, so Don Lemon opened up his show and said, Hello, my name is Don Lemon, and uh, yeah, the President of the United States is a racist. Most of us aren't surprised by that. <laughs> and I was just shooketh because if you guys know, Don Lemon has had quite a journey. Yes, we all wanted to fade Don Lemon at least three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if he got his first, like, real shape up or something. <laughs> but something happened. And Don Lemon transformed into being like, you know what? I fucking hate white people too, actually. Now that not just white people, but he he can't stand for the bullshit. I don't know if Don Lemon seriously 
which was just ignorant and had to get a taste of that treatment mm-hmm. before he realized. I don't know what clicked in his head. He had an interview with Angela Rye where he was saying that he he always just says what's on his mind, and if that was on his mind at the time, then that's what he says. But he has been showing up. Yeah. And on time. But he also... um. The reason why he said all this is because it was it was told that, you know, in a meeting, Donald Trump claimed that Haiti, El Salvador, and African nations are shithole countries. And he was saying how that he was saying how our immigrant system should be a merit based system, meaning uh, only have people who are immigrants that can contribute something that I find meaningful. Like, let's bring Russians in. Let's literally bring white passing or white people into this country. That is disgusting. Let's bring people who, you know, let's bring uh, people from nations that are rich. So it's pretty much excluding the American dream, which is that people who can, can leave their home and legally come here to make a life for themselves. Yeah, and also, like, I feel like, like, again, this is, like, about respectability politics. If somebody's an immigrant and they're lazy, they should be able to be lazy and still just be here. Exactly. Because like, <laughs> right. they should just... You don't have to be... You don't have to, like, be somebody that potentially cures cancer or, just because, you know, yeah. super smart or, like, you know, doing all this stuff, whatever. You should be able to just fucking live. Just how fucking lazy-ass Americans are, you should be able to be a lazy-ass immigrant if you want to. Exactly. And, like, um, you don't you don't have to worth four times as hard to to prove that you deserve basic shit exactly like a stable you know a safe neighborhood like those are human rights i'm tired of people thinking that uh people have to jump through hoops just to do shit that white people are granted every single day exactly and just like stuff we that need... i'm granted every single day yeah. like it's not just uh, like about it's i you know there's a lot of privilege that we have mm-hmm. as not being immigrants like exactly and like some people we need bare minimum people like people that just you know do they do like their fucking not, job yeah do their fucking up, job go home go so home, we need people make like their that lean cuisine and just be quiet stay out the way you do yeah need everybody don't like need that. to be a fucking scientist just because and, they came from like you know somewhere I know, like, and that's what people think oh if you're from Africa then you have to be a doctor oh if you came from somewhere in Mexico then you have to be you have to work thirty times as hard and like no you you really should just do what. I mean, do your best yeah. at whatever it is that the you're doing. fucking Trump had to work fucking hard. No, and the only shithole I see is his mouth, to be yeah. honest. And then um, Don Lemon, in that same show, he was actually talking to someone, a white man. He looked like a toad. And that <laughs> white man pretty much said that um, people like Don Lemon only make race an issue because it's easy and it's lazy. Okay? Don Lemon gave him this look. You know how... I, you just sigh and you mm-hmm. am I gonna say yeah, yeah I'm gonna say something I'm gonna say something <laughs> Don Lemon was like okay yeah so can we yeah can we cut him off and the guy was like now let me speak Don Lemon said can we cut him off can we get him off the screen thank you <laughs> I want to be on a prime time spot and tell somebody just cut his mic off <laughs> like yeah like that as somebody with a production I would background I am so happy to cut that mic that gave me so much pleasure to say <laughs> no like this guy act like it was no way they could shut him up Cut the mic and take him off the screen. Yeah. Make me fool, because now I want to talk and it's my show. It's called the Don Lemon Show. And I can say what I want. And maybe the inner tyrant in me just got fueled, but I was like, Yeah, because I don't have to argue power. with you. I don't have to. When you say stuff like that, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. And that's something that I wish a lot more people would do. When a white person says something ignorant, like that Tommy Lauren bitch, when they say something dumb, stop playing ping pong with them and apologizing. No, cut the mic off and shut them down. Yeah. This is not a dialogue anymore. Now that you want to get stupid like that, mm-hmm. no, let's give the floor to somebody who has something that's to exactly say. That's exactly why I said what I said to that lady at Blackbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You cut her mic off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, good for you, Don Lemon. I yes. just was crying at all the jokes. It was like Don Lemon back in 2000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like a picture of this terrible-looking macaroni and cheese. And then, and then, it was <laughs> then it was like Don Lemon 2018. It was a picture of like baked macaroni and cheese stretched out hot. I'm like, yes, Don. Like, what a uh, what a comeback. Yeah, okay. that was beautiful. Okay, so you guys know America's Next Top Model is on. And... I 
I live for America's Next Time Model. I'm not going to lie. I have not been watching the current season just because I haven't had a chance. But I'm definitely going to because, as we mentioned before, like, our friend Liz is on there. Mm -hmm. So we want to watch and support her and follow the storyline. But recently, an old clip of America's Next Top Model resurfaced. And um, it was with uh, Yaya DaCosta. Now, Yaya... She's iconic. She was one of everybody's favorites. Mm -hmm. And Yaya played Whitney Houston in the Lifetime uh, Whitney Houston story. Yes, I'm so proud of her. She looked amazing. What the fuck? I didn't even realize how much she looked like Whitney Houston until she played in that role. Okay? So, the clip surfaced because Yaya was like, she was that Afrocentric girl. She had the Afro. And she was on that tip before Shea Butter Twitter was yeah, even a thing. Yeah, she like, was. She really was the original, and my, one of the original... African Easter's other than like Erica Badu, Badu that I saw in my childhood. Mm -hmm. And there was like a challenge on Top Model and she chose a different style from the Afrocentric. Yeah, you know, the, it was a kente cloth hat. Yeah, she didn't choose the kente cloth hat as one of the props for her, her outfit. She chose like a, like a Western look because she wanted to get away from it because they kept giving her shit for being too Afrocentric. Yeah. And, you know... When she chose something different, like the judges gave her shit about it, and it was a bunch, a panel of men and white people. Mm -hmm. And then when it got to Tyra, the only other black woman, like in a room who had a voice, she like kind of attacked Yaya too. Yeah. For her Afrocentric. And she was like, you know, there's a way you can be prideful and there's a way you can be fashion. Pretty much saying that being it, like African, not glam. Afrocentric Afrocentric is not glam. Well, jokes on you, Tyra. Yeah, jokes on and you know what? That really bites like that really bothers me because literally when we were growing up mm -hmm. having an afro and stuff like that literally was considered uncapped uncapped unless you had curly textured hair mm -hmm. it just was uncapped and i'm like you guys wonder why there's so many girls who are afraid to stop relaxing their edges now it's because for years you fed this poisonous stuff exactly and i remember and i'd vividly. like to see your light bulb head tyra up under the length the, the lace fronts and you know i love tyra but i'm like now yeah i bet you yeah yeah still got a head full of hair though Exactly. And, like, I remember vividly watching that episode and, like, agreeing with Tyra. Like, Me too. Being like, yeah, like, you don't have to. Because I thought that, like, I thought that Yaya had a bad attitude. And, like, this is one of my pet peeves because people used to say that this about me when I was younger. It's a, like, you know, don't be defensive. And when people say that to you, mm -hmm. don't be defensive, it's because you're defending. Like, you're saying something about me and I know myself and yeah. I'm defending that's myself. that's what Tyra told yeah, Yaya. Yeah, she told Yaya to stop being defensive and when that's Tyra, such a pet when, when Yaya was defending her blackness, Tyra was like, you sound mad. Like, don't, you know, stop being defensive. You're not taking... I'm like, well, you know what? I'm being defensive because I'm defending myself because you're attacking me. Yeah, then they made her apologize to the kente cloth hat. That was a cheap kente cloth. Yeah. It was fucking disgusting. Yeah, that that's hat. what she said. Like, I'm not going to pick that. Like, that's actually an insult. And... I I, rem I remember feeling the same way as you did. When I was younger, I was looking at that scene like, yeah, yeah, like you can't bring Africanism into everything you do. Like there's fashion and, there, and there's African stuff. And I'm like, wow, like how, how are we all okay with that happening back then? Yeah. Like, and even, I know it's an iconic scene. Like remember that scene where um, Tiffany freaked out and she's like, I was rooting for you. We yeah, were yeah. all rooting for you. Yeah. Honestly, Tiffany ain't do shit wrong. She didn't. <laughs> and you know that there's an article, like, Tiffany was talking about, like, you know, what happened and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, Tyra wanted her to cry and kiss her ass. Yeah. She, and she, she like... She didn't have to. She was tired. But my girlfriend, Brittany, said that from the get-go. Brittany was like, the fuck, I'm eliminated. I'm, like, back then, we was in, like, eighth grade, mm -hmm. and Brittany was like, the fuck, if I get eliminated, I get fucking eliminated. I'm not kissing nobody ass. Exactly. And I like... But Tyra was upset that she wasn't grateful. And, like, based on, like, us looking back at all this, all this as rude as Janice Dickinson was, like, America's Next Top Model was problematic. Probably but do is, you but... forgive your face when they were problematic during the time where we all accepted it? Do we forgive Eminem for saying the words he said when we all said it back then? Yeah. Do we forgive Gwen Stefani, you know, for doing everything? <laughs> for just appropriating nations. <laughs> like, she just... She has no one singular culture that yeah. she appropriated. She just, she's like, wherever she feels like, oh, that's cool. She'll take it. Mm -hmm. The only person I don't really forgive is Katy Perry because she did it during the time where everyone was like, hey, could you stop? Yeah. And she was just like, I'm oh, no, I like baby hair. So I'm going to continue. Yeah, that shit it. was weird. That haunts me. 
That's why I don't get mad when Jay-Z says something is as white as Katy Perry's faces. I'm like, well, <laughs> now you know how it feels. Yeah. That was weird as fuck. And she looked disgusting. She looked so slimy when she had those braids and those that baby hair. But yeah, do you forgive your faves for being problematic during the time when it was acceptable? It depends. It depends. Like if they keep on fucking up and mm-hmm. they have never they learned don't from with it. The times. Yeah, if they don't change with the times, and I'm like, I can't. And some stuff don't sit well with my spirit. Mm-hmm. Like some stuff, I'm like, it just don't sit. Yeah, well. like I was listening to Destiny Child um t- like. Today or the other day, and you know Beyonce and um was like nasty. Put some clothes on you, yeah. nasty. Don't walk up. They used to be one of my favorite yeah, songs. Mine too. No man don't want no hot female. Like all that that's stuff that's been around the block. That's been around the block. Mm. And here she is released. Like I feel like her recovery is her growth. And when she grew up and released Beyonce and Rocket yeah. and start talking about how her ass gonna be here, there, and bounce to the next thing, everything. So I'm like, I forgive people when they say it during a time where they genuinely did not know. Any yeah. Better. Also, that was the that was Matthew Knowles. That was Matthew Knowles. Yeah. Wow, Eric, you wanna you wanna make a louder noise? Just, just joking. But, um, yeah, I do. I definitely forgive people. I forgive Tyra, but that still was really hurtful to watch Yaya because she was it getting is. attacked. And there was nobody in the room, not even the other black woman, to take up for her. Yeah, and she looked like she wanted to cry. Mm-hmm. She really did. And it, it just was like, that was just, like, really. Yeah, because I feel like Tyra is, like, learning a bit. Even though, like, from watching the, like, you know, first episode of this season, I'm like, it's still some weird-ass shit that she's doing. And Tyra is a weirdo, though. she's fucking weird. Like, when she um fell out in front of the girls and pretended, like, she, like, passed out. Yeah. And, and when she was, like, she did this thing where... She was like, she, because she, you know, there's a part in America that's come out when they go overseas. Yes. And um, she said that the person wasn't going, like, she was like, you're, uh, she was like, you're not going to be America's Next Time Model and like, like something real crazy and then the girl was crying I remember I had it on my old phone the girl was crying and it was all this confetti coming out and she was like freaked out and everybody in the room was just looking like what the fuck just yeah, happened does shit like that all the time and I didn't realize it until I got older like when she would have somebody on her show and they would be like yeah I get bullied like you know people talk about me because I'm fat and she put like a fat suit on I was like I felt the same way yeah I once put a fat suit all over my really thin supermodel body and like I was really uncomfortable for 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, or so she'll I make something about herself. Yeah, she's like, you know, back when I was modeling, those girls were mean to me. Those girls, I'm like, probably because you were fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, we get it. Naomi Campbell bullied you. Like, can you move You should have took it. I let Naomi Campbell bully me. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I know, right? I would just let Naomi Campbell slap the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, like, it was like a year ago. It was like a year ago, and she said she still shook by Naomi Campbell. I'm like, what the fuck does Naomi Campbell do to people? Everyone still shook. But the thing is, a lot of people look like Naomi Campbell and Diddy are like so close. Like, Rihanna. Yeah, and she loves, like, because she on that store, sure. Why can't I talk? She's, <laughs> on, <laughs> she's on that sure. She's <laughs> on that show, star. <laughs> And my mom watches this and show. And Ryan and so. Destiny her doing yeah. on that show, right? Yeah, and she loves Ryan Destiny. So every she just so many people like are she's cool with so many people except the people who get under her fucking skin. And I feel like Tyra <laughs> probably got on her fucking skin. Tyra nerves. probably was like, "Hi, girls. Like, let's make." She probably was trying to pretend like she was being nice, but wasn't. And Naomi Campbell was like, "Get the fuck out my face." <laughs> Please. And she probably was too Joe. She probably was real hype. Like, yeah. And like, like, Sean said this. So I really am going to eat this. We were having a debate and he was just talking about how, you know, Naomi Campbell just way better than Tyra. And I don't want to say anyone's better than anyone, but you have to give it to Naomi. Because who's still running the runway? She's still on runway. It's like, yeah, she's still, Tyra Banks still in print. It's still relevant. Yeah. She's still important, and she still contributes a lot. Maybe not to modeling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> she Naomi Campbell is still in spreads, and she's still on award shows where she ain't even really do shit sometimes. Like, like yeah, and she's still like is walking a Versace. And she still is a Versace hottie. Yeah, like back in the nineties, being a Versace like that was a being a Versace muse was like a big deal. And she still looks the same. Exactly, and like. 
like Gianni Versace is yeah exactly and Gianni Versace is passed away but she still has that legacy of a Versace muse no so yeah girl and Tyra just be doing weird shit all the time I'll be sending to you on Instagram like she be doing like (laughs) she be putting lipstick on like she was trying to have lipstick lines she put this crusty ass lipstick on I mean none of my will buy that lipstick (laughs) it look like you sick I want my mouth to look crusty yeah, like that. Yeah, and so many things that she said. Like, you know, but even when I was younger, though, I used to hate about Time Model is when they would critique their personal style. Yeah. And, like, some of the stuff that they they didn't like, like, Tara didn't like that they had on. And I thought it was cute. Like, even when I was younger, that was one thing like that Like, when they showed up me, at the running, and they were like, what, what is this? You need to look more like a model. And also... And now look at today. Like, today you can literally wear an umbrella around your neck, and people will be like, whoa, wow, fashion. Exactly. Also, spoiler alert, the, the first episode. Liz was on. She fucking thought that Liz was drunk, and I know that Liz is like <laughs> has like a silly personality or whatever, blah blah blah. But I'm like, she's not fucking drunk. Yeah, just because she's not a snooze fest like the rest of you guys doesn't mean she's drunk. Wow, that's the only spoiler I'll get. I'm like Tara, watch your fu- watch your man. You should watch your mouth. <laughs> that's how I feel. Because <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a model. I don't give a fuck about Tyra. <laughs> that's <what it's> <laughs> wow, that's funny. Don't fucking talk about my friend. All right, real quick. So we're going to talk about our breakup and break-in segment. And this week, I guess a bunch of people just got broken into because it's, <laughs> it's all pregnant girls. Okay, so eight Marie, eight Marie, eight Marie is pregnant. So I guess it's just one thing that's got her tripping. <laughs> Did you really wait wait a whole week to say that? I really just thought about that just then. I didn't oh, even write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Miss Tina, corny joke time. I love her so much. I love corny joke time. I know you do. My face be red as shit when she be saying that. I'm like, what is it, Tina? But anyway, um, <laughs> Marie's pregnant. Who by who? I don't know. I'm just happy for it. <laughs> I'm just happy for it. Because I never... I never, like, that's just something I just never thought that I would talk about. Amory being pregnant? Yeah. That's so shady of you to say. No, it's not. <laughs> I just, no, I'm not in that way. I just never thought that she would have kids or something like that. No, not, I'm not trying to, like, be catty, like, shady. That's, like, one thing I just never thought I'd talk about, Amory being pregnant. <laughs> no, because, like, I just thought she was just cool. Like, she just was, like, chill, but, like, not she's, kids. She still is chill. She just chill with somebody. Yeah, I didn't um, no, I didn't take her as like you know. But you know me, I love boring singers like A. Marie and Tamia. I love singers who mind their business but are talented. Yeah, because that's why I'm like, oh, that's shit. why they stay relevant. And we know we. Well, like, she not that relevant. One thing, if you put that on, your hips are going to twitch. Yeah, but like, what's recent though? It don't. It don't matter though, because a lot of these. Here's the thing: stay in your fucking lane and be that quiet, mousy singer that you are. Get a bop, let us ride on that for the rest of our lives, and that's it. If Carrie fucking Hilson would have done the same thing, that's it. She wouldn't career, be in tears. She went on Steve psychic. Harvey. She wouldn't be on Steve Harvey show talking to a psychic that was like, "I feel that, uh, I feel that your last name's Hilson," and she's like, "Yeah," like she, like she wouldn't have been on that show talking no dumb shit as she shut the fuck up and followed Amory and Tamia steps. Sometimes yeah. if you're not extraordinary in any other way besides singing, you should just sing and be quiet. Everybody not going to be Beyonce or Rihanna. Oh, I'm not saying Beyonce. I'm about to say she's not yeah. that relevant. I wouldn't use the word relevant. But she, I feel like I can wallow in her old music for the rest of my life. And she really has good albums. See, I didn't listen to her she, albums. Great albums. I listen to them all the time. I only work. know two songs. <sighs> yeah, I love Amory so much. But congrats to her. I feel like she's going to have a boy. I don't know why. All right. And Tia Maori is... um having a girl she just revealed her yeah nut ass reveal <laughs> I'm like, honestly like i like that reveal. i'm fucking over you at all in your fucking gender like my gender reveal is honestly like i think i said this on twitter before i'm whoever i shoot that's the gender <laughs> her gender reveal is cute so she had a cake pop and she bit into it and it was pink inside that's like, oh it's a girl <laughs> She's like, she said, well, fuck me up. She said, the moment we've all been waiting for, I'm like, have we all been waiting for? I really did, could give two but fucks less. As long as I the baby just... healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking like, that cake pop looked good as fuck. <laughs> That's why you... 
<laughs> that joint was moist, bit right into it with no problem. Honestly, that will shake. Like, but I'm not gonna shoot somebody with a gun. It'll be like with a bow and arrow. And oh, then, oh. <laughs> and whoever I shoot, like, it's, that's gonna be. The I would fuck you up. But I turn. But I turn around. What if I turn around and like shoot my partner? Like, ah. <laughs> Like, I'm like cool. now everybody this is a lesson to you gender is not real everybody be fucking shook everybody oh, oh. they start clapping they start clapping I was like wow she really taught me a lot just then but um yeah that's that's her and Toya uh, one of the many women that has children with but, Lil Wayne yeah, she's pregnant but it's by another man it's by a light skin man this time <laughs> he light as fuck she yeah. got a little light bright who the hell did he come from she just was married and then yeah, people always do that they be married for years and then have a baby by a nigga that they just met me some shit I would do <laughs> I, I know I've been married to Jason for 12 years but this is Tavion and we're gonna have a child together <laughs> But I'm glad she got out of that relationship. Yeah, that guy she... was wild as fuck. Yeah, I'm happy she ain't. His name was now. Memphis. Oh, shit. Come on. Memphis Bleak, right? No. Oh. <laughs> Memphis Hustle? What's his name? Just Memphis. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's more than one Memphis on the scene. In the... All right. Yeah. Well... Congratulations to her. She just had her baby shower, and she looked like a fucking princess. She looks so cute. All right, so now it's another week where we are going to take the time to merge the sunken place with common senses because it's just one of those topics where we don't want to cheat it, and it's common sense at the same time, too. So, you know, recently you guys have heard about... um or you may have heard about Aziz Ansari, a woman, an anonymous woman who's 23 years old. She's a photographer. She wrote into, um, I believe it's a publication called Babe. I don't know. I think it's babe.com. And she was saying how she, you know, met Aziz Ansari. She goes on a date with this guy and she kind of just, the date vibe is weird, but you know, he asked to go home, her to go home, and she really likes him. So she goes home with him, and they're kissing, and she's just like, you know, I really not, I want to slow down. She kind of says no over and over again. And through pressure, she ends up, you know, having, like, some type of sexual exchange with him. And she goes home, and she texts him, like, you know, hey, I really didn't feel comfortable like she yeah. she left him a hearty message like I really just did not feel comfortable with anything from that and I kind of said no and like I'm not okay with that at all yeah. and he wrote back and he was like you know I didn't know you were uncomfortable and blase bloop like I'm definitely sorry but what fucked her up is when she saw him at the um the Golden Globes with a Time's Up pin as if he was part of the Me Too movement mm-hmm. with him knowingly pushing her to do something she felt uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how there are two sides to this, but there are two sides to this. Some people feel like just because Aziz sorry said he was sorry, he shouldn't be accountable for making a woman feel uncomfortable. And a lot of people think that since she, she didn't want to do it and she said no, she should have been more stern even though... I just can't imagine myself moving in on somebody who said no to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that they need to be louder. I think mm-hmm. you can whisper no to me, and that's enough. Exactly. And, like, I sympathize a lot with her because I, like, you know, have been through something like this, like, multiple, multiple times. times. Mm-hmm. And, like, recent, like, recently, too. Like, and it's just very, like... Somebody um, said on Twitter, which is good. They said that he's. They said Aziz Ansari is a creep. He's not a rapist, you know, not a assault. He's just a creep. And a lot of men think that they are entitled to your space and your body because they, they want it. Yeah, because they want it, or like they did something to you, or because you're sleeping in the same bed as them. Exactly. Like if you invite me over and you just want somebody, like you want company, you know, and we could just sleep together in the bed, literally sleep together in the bed. That's what I, I'm going to come over, and that's what I'm going to expect to do. Like, and if you invite me over and say you want to smoke me out that's what i expect to do (laughs) i'm coming over there and i'm smoking a blunt not dick okay right so oh okay i'm sorry i thought you meant the other (laughs) no i'm just coming over we're on the same page yeah you mean be transparent about what you want to do with me what my biggest thing is you fucking niggas need to stop saying that let's chill let's do this when you mean you want to fuck like if you are not brave enough to say and yes i'm quoting my own fucking tweet 
tweet. If you are not brave it. enough to say that you want to have sex, you do not need to have be like you do not need to be having sex because you're uncomfortable, but you still want you're uncomfortable. You're just with hoping saying. that I'm on the same wave. Exactly. As you. Like you're uncomfortable with saying I want to have sex. That's why, cause like I am very like you know embraceive like in your face, and when I say to niggas like, oh you trying to fuck, they get like so uncomfortable because they're like, oh shit, and she's still on. Say no. Yeah, you and they're like, oh that, she's on to me because the person. You can be that thorough, and you know where I'm going with this. You can be that thorough. Exactly. Say, Is that what you want? Because that's not what I want. And people, men think that if you say, um, if they say, no, 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 that's not what I want, but they get you, you'll somehow change your mind. Like, I meant what the fuck I said. Exactly. So I'm going to pick up an anonymous name, Meep. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> so Meep, this nigga, like, I, t- like, texting him and telling him, like, yeah, I'll come over whatever, but I'm not, like, I'm, like, I'm not fucking. he's, like, what? Like, I don't want to, f- like, what are you talking, like, making mm-hmm. me seem crazy. Like, no. Because I'm, like, listen, it's 2 a.m. I'm coming over here. Like, listen, I'm letting you know. Like, I'm tired. And yeah. I'm, and I know. I get what the, yeah. what the situation looks like, but this ain't that. Exactly. And he's like, no. And I get over there and he's like, you know, trying to like, you know, move on to me. And I'm like, no, like, you know, I said what I said. Like, I don't want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he like, you know, tries to do, tries to like, you know, turn me on or whatever. And I'm like, no, I said what I said. Again, I'm like, so I'm how many not times do you think you. you said no? I don't even remember. And then like, I fall, like, me fall asleep. And then like, he's like, pulling his pants down and just like rubbing his dick against me and i'm like up against the wall and he's like like moaning and like being like oh please like in like in my ear yeah bitching like in like begging for me and i'm like no i said that i don't want to like and it's somebody you you. trust yeah this is somebody that's like so quote unquote one of the nice guys you know yeah somebody Somebody that's that's since super sensitive somebody's taking you out somebody's never acted like that before somebody that you can expect that when you're awake you say fucking no when i'm falling asleep i mean no too like yeah but you said no so that's my thing it's like people are always like well why don't you say and i literally pushed him and i pushed him off of me yeah. And then there was an instance before that, um, like earlier last year, where I go over to this boy, he's a, he does music. And like, the sad part is like, I know a lot of niggas say they produces whatever. This nigga music was so fucking good too. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. It was so good. And, but like, I wasn't feeling his vibe. He was like, it's very weird to me when people listen to their own art or they're engaging within their own art and their vibe and all it like crazy. Like, it's different. Like if somebody like Diddy do it, cause like, he's also funny, whatever. But this nigga was like weird with it. Yeah. Like bopping like to his own. Like narcissistic Yeah, almost. very narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And like nobody else was in the room who just bopped to his own stuff and psychotic yeah and like he offered to get me like french fries from the chinese store or whatever yes, and i said no you. oh you said <laughs> but no? I, I said no okay. but um he um but i would have <laughs> said yes but he um but yeah anyway so i'm at his place and we're watching a movie and like it's like getting late and like i'm feeling sleepy and like i'm like falling asleep i'm trying to stay up and it's cold as fuck because it's like in a stu- it's like a legit like studio because he like does photography too and um you know does music and it's cold in there so we're like really like huddled together yeah cute shit yeah it's cute so he's like rubbing like he's like you know like on me like close and i'm like you know inching away like a little bit i'm like oh i don't want to like you know do this whatever and i'm telling him like you know no or whatever and then he says something to me like how you going like give me hard like let me rub up against you but you not trying to like you know fuck and i'm like i didn't what yeah, I'm like, first of all, I'm not even, t- I literally did not even touch him. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're hard, like, that's, like, you it's know. That's your problem. Yeah, that's your problem. I'm not going to fuck you. And, like. Just because you are turned on, I have to do something I'm not comfortable exactly, with. Exactly. So, and then if I would have done it and then told you I was uncomfortable at the end, you would have been like, well, why did you do it? It's like, well, I, I said no. Exactly. And I was proud. And it's a shame that I shouldn't feel this proud of myself for saying no and standing up for myself. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I would have had sex with him, I would have, like. Like, hating myself so I'm like I had to like you know scramble up and like get some money to try to like get a lift and like get out of there and then he's like he's like yeah like when your lift come like just like basically trying to get me out of the studio like he yeah, doesn't like care like, yeah yeah and then when I left like it's like really and like 
um, when I left, he didn't even walk me no. to like the door. Like my you ride did there. something to yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't talked to him like you know since. But it just was like very like that night. I was very, and it's a shame. Like you know, being a woman, you always think, and I feel confident saying this and speaking for like most women. You always think this is going to be the night. This is the night that I'm going to get raped. raped. Mm-hmm. This is the night, and I was so scared that night. And I was thinking, this is the night. This and is, then this you start saying, I put myself in this position. Yep, that's how I, I came yep. to this man's house. I did this. Like I did that. Like I'm stupid. I should have met him in a public place. I should have. Yep. And all the blame directly goes to you and how you should have not trusted mm-hmm. this person. And it's like, but you did your part and you said no. And that's all you should have to say. You shouldn't have to write an essay about no. And I, I share a very similar experience. And this was, like, recent. When I say, like, as recent as um, it was November of 2017. Mm. So, and it just took me a while to realize why I was so uncomfortable, which is why I haven't really talked about it yet. Um, I was dating this guy, handsome guy, you know, well-off guy, good money, taking me anywhere I wanted to go, spending crazy money on me, like... And I was just like, okay, thank you for that. But, you know, there needs to be more. Mm-hmm. Told this person from the beginning, I am not interested in having sex with anyone right now. It's not it's not a you thing. It's a me thing. I'm not interested in having sex or being intimate with anyone. So if you want to be my friend right now, then you can definitely, we could do that. He was like, yeah, I wouldn't imagine. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I'm just looking for friends. Assured me, assured me that he's looking for the exact same thing. He just got out of some stuff. He's only in school in Philly for a little while, so we might as well just have fun. Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I went out with him. And the second time I went out with him, this guy nearly fucking vacuumed my face off, okay? Like, literally was, like, kissing my face off. And I was just like... Okay, so like I would like back up and be like, all right, well, have a good night. And then he would like dive back in. It was to the point where I was like dodging him, like, you know. So that was that night, and I convinced myself to believe that I was just being uncomfortable. You know, he was just nice enough, blah, blah, blah. So I went out with him the second night. We're in a movie theater, okay? Guys, this man keeps vacuuming my face off while I'm eating popcorn, vacuuming my face off while Batman is whipping somebody ass on screen. Force feeding you. Force, oh shit, I forgot about that. I would be watching a movie and he would take a piece of popcorn and pop it in my mouth. And I would be like, I said, why are you feeding me? (laughs) He was like, you don't like being fed? And I'm like, no, I don't. And he was like, I thought I thought it was cute. And I, I was like, no, I'm not a fucking hamster or some shit, like please stop feeding me. And he continued to feed me. He kept feeding me. And we were the only two people in the movie theater. He would go back to vacuuming my face off. And I would just feel rude for being like, no. Because it's not that I wasn't into him. I really did like him. I was trying to see the best in him. So I, I really wasn't snapping on him the way I would have if I hated him. I was trying to give him a chance. Very uncomfortable. This is why I identify with this girl that's talking about Isaiah Ansari. When you like somebody, you mm-hmm. respond a little bit differently yep. than what you would when you know for a fact you hate them. Exactly. This fool asked me to give, if he could give me head in the movie theater. I said, no, you may not. And he said, do you want to get out of here? And I said, yes, I do. He thought me saying I want to get out of here meant I wanted to continue what we was doing in the car. So we sit in the car. And he goes, so what next? I said, next, you drive me home. And he was like... Uh, oh, okay. So I could just, it was a silent ride home. So when I got into the front of the car and I was like, are you upset? I mean, when we got to the front of my house, I'm like, are you like upset with me? He's like, no, I'm not upset with you. Listen, we taking it at your pace. And this was what's really bothering me because he's saying one thing and mm-hmm. doing exact fucking opposite, yes. which is mentally abusive. It's like what you said. Just mm-hmm. say what you mean because now you got me thinking I'm crazy and I'm, you know, re- I'm judging you too harshly. And also and- that it, it makes you take stuff out on other people. Cause yes, you, it makes you, you not like- believe what yeah, men exactly. say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. makes you not believe what they say because this person literally is looking me in my eyes and saying, no, it's okay, it's fine. And then every chance they get, they go dive in and, like I said, vacuum my face off. Mm-hmm. And then he told me, he said, listen, I'm one of those men in, you know, where I can, you can literally be in my room naked and I wouldn't make a move until you told me it was okay. I said, yeah, right to him and he said you don't believe me well well, you can come to my room right now and I said no thanks don't you know this nigga start pulling off and I was like okay can you stop the car 
I was like, can you stop playing? And he, like, literally got all the way to Ridge Avenue, like Kelly Drive, before I made him turn around. And the reason why he turned around is because I said, okay, so you think I'm playing with you and you're going to see me act real fucking crazy in this car. I said, you have never seen me act a fool before, and I can guarantee you ain't none of the shit you've seen in London because he's from London. He was like, are you kidding? Are you serious? I was like, yes, I'm fucking serious. Drive the car. I'm trying to yeah. car around. So then, like, I, after that, I just stopped talking to him, and I didn't know what to say. So I I ghosted him and he was like messaging me over and over and over again. And I had to ask you, I'm like, what should I do, Sabria? And I was, I have to tell him he made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, you made me uncomfortable and it's just no coming back from that. And he's like, well, no, no, I didn't mean to make you. And that's what I just, I'm sorry, did. Like, it's so easy to say you didn't mean to make somebody uncomfortable after you've already fucking done it. But what I think a lot of men need to do is go into every relationship with an effort to not make any woman uncomfortable. Like, don't, I don't make make sure it. you are actively working at not making me uncomfortable. Because I've had a guy who did that before. He actively worked at making sure I was comfortable with everything. Yeah. The thing is, as much as, like I said, as much as my ex was a shitty, you know, boyfriend mm-hmm. and, like, you know, cheated on me and stuff like that, I had never felt uncomfortable. Right. Like, you know, with... You know, sexually, like, I never felt... Everything was, like, you know, mutual or whatever. Like, I never felt, like, you know, uncomfortable or, like, overbearing, like, you know, and things like that. It's just, like, I don't understand. It's, like, almost, like... It's, like, a sickness. Like, I don't understand. Like, if somebody's saying, no, 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 I don't want to, pushing on... But that was the last time that I dealt with it nicely. The next time... And I, hopefully there won't be a next time. Mm-hmm. I'm whooping someone's I'm whooping, ass. But no, I'm, because the thing is, no like, confusion will be there. Exactly, there'll be no fucking Because like confusion. you said, when you like somebody, it's different. Because like I'm like I'm cool with this person. Like I don't want to like you know create no kind of like you know situation because mm-hmm. I have to see him. Like you know, um, and you know his roommate is asleep, and like I don't want to like you know cause a commotion, and then like I'm looking crazy because I'm whooping this nigga ass at like three a.m. <laughs> and I'm over here. And they're like, oh, but, but I you still ain't said no. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I said no over here. I did. I said yeah. no in your house. I said no after you bought me some french fries. I said no after you took me to this expensive ass date. I said no in your car because you're doing basic ass shit for me and I don't owe you anything. Exactly. But women don't have to fuck you. They don't. They don't. That's not a thank you. That's not a pat on the back like, okay, you did this. Now I got to suck your dick. Like, no, that's not how it works. And like, I'm. As well, as every time I think I'm a woke woman, every time I think I know I'm my my worth, something challenges me where I realize like, no, Iman, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that shit at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, if someone took me on a date, it's because I fucking deserve to go on a date. Yep. And I know that I've been used to dealing with so many guys in the past where I have to count their money and worry about their pockets. That when someone takes me on a really really expensive date, and I'm like, shit, 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 this is running him. I still don't have to pay you anything. Exactly. I would have felt like a prostitute. Like, if I would have just slept with this guy or let him do whatever he wants simply because he was, like, taking me places. Like, um, nigga, I really could have took myself all these places or stayed my black ass in the house. I didn't need you to do that yeah. for me. So it's like, really, I guess the message is, like, no means no. If you've ever said no to someone and they pressured you, don't beat yourself up because persuasion when you like someone mm-hmm. can get you that way and it's okay to feel uncomfortable and afterwards. it's not your fault and i know a, a lot of things fault. like tom like when i fell into that trap where i said no and like you know i did something it's because my self-worth was like it wasn't as high as it is now yeah and i was like you know growing up like not being as attractive and like you know being like a bigger person and i'm thinking like oh like this person I yeah i gotta take what i can get or if I do this, then he'll like me more. Yeah. Like, you know, I was thinking like that. But now, I don't give a fuck about any of that. No. Because the that was the last time that something like that happened to me. And I'm happy that these past two times that I did not give in. Because when I was younger, it happened to me with somebody that I actually, like, I was, like I was telling you earlier, that somebody that I completely could say that I loved. And when it happened, I was very freaked. Because the same thing happened to me, what happened to the... um. The girl who wrote what happened to her, Aziz Sanzari, I actually, you know, engaged in a sexual activity with this person. And I said no. And I was forced to do it. And I didn't want to. And after it, I felt disgusting. Yeah. For, like, I felt disgusting for so long. And it really fucked me up. And I just 
stop talking to this person. Like recently I had, um, I was, I forgot, I don't know if I was meeting you or somebody or I was going by myself. I was going to this restaurant and I saw this person who, you know, assaulted me and I just like it happened so long ago I thought that I was over it and like I felt sick and like scared Mm -hmm. like my like it was like literally like a fight or flight thing I was on the opposite side of the street and I just like crossed without even thinking because I was just so freaked out and I'm like that like if that happened to me now, like I would have just like beat the living shit out of me. That Every was, single time exa- I see you. And that is the last Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the last fucking time that I let somebody, you know, that's I stand by this. I'm like arm fems. Women, anybody that's feminine, you need to stay armed. Like we are from now on, and it's okay if you do not, you know, retaliate straight back, but we are fucking Killing these people. Yeah. Do not. You're not going Hurt to. Them. I'm, I'm not here for your disposal. I'm not here for your pleasure. I'm my own person. My thoughts and ideas. I'm not here for you. Yeah, exactly. Because that's something that. That was very traumatic for me. Iman knows. And that's yeah. like. It's just something that's very. I'll be ready to fuck that person up. So. Yeah. We're going to just. We're going to just let that. Let that in right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just also watch your rhetoric when you talk about this. As is, I'm sorry situation. Because you could be you know, discouraging a girl who wants to speak to you about this, mm-hmm. something that's happened in her life, because I can guarantee you almost every woman has gone through something like this. But when you take Aziz Ansari's side, when you say, oh, she should have said no, then you just silence your friend. Exactly. Or you say he shouldn't be a mind reader, like, you know, like fucking Aisha Taylor, yeah. irrelevant ass. Yeah. So just watch that. Yeah. So, okay, um, that about ends it for this week's show. And as promised, we're going to announce our Scissor concert winner. So the winner is... Brit- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, it's Brittany Indigo, which is um one of our longtime friends, actually. Yes, Fair and congratulations, Square. Brittany. Yep, so Brittany definitely hit us up on social media. The concert is on Wednesday, um, January 31st at the Fillmore. And yeah, you can go with us. Or honestly, we're not going to force you to go with us. If you have other friends, you could just take the ticket and go with them. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, we would definitely enjoy if you came with us. So thank you to everyone who participated. And we'll definitely try to do more cool stuff like that mm-hmm. on social in the future. So if you're not following us um, on Black Girl Brunch. Follow us at Black Girl Brunch on Instagram and BLK Girl Brunch on Twitter. And I'm thinking about creating a Facebook soon, only because I need to get some analytics. So yeah. if you're on Facebook, I'll let you know about that one. Um, also, this weekend, we're going to be at the Women's March. Uh, hopefully, it don't be cold as shit, because I will be marching my ass yes. uh, into a building somewhere. Yes, and also, my coworker from Terra Behind the Walls, Elena, is going to be there. I okay. think she listens to it, because she said she wanted to meet y'all. And she oh, does, yay. like, radio and stuff like that. So, hey, bitch. Rainbow <laughs> gang. Hey. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. So, let me hit us up if you're going to be at the Women's March. We can definitely be there. Look forward to some pictures and some Instagram Live and everything else. And also, we just wanted to give a shout-out to our girlfriend, Tanisha. She mm-hmm. is moving to Texas soon. Yeah. We're going to her. Yeehaw. Oh, bitch. Ye fucking how. <laughs> Daddy lessons. <laughs> Sandy Hook. No, oh, no, that's Sandy. <gasps> Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> Sandy Cheeks is from Texas. Let's not. Let's pretend I didn't say Sandy Hook. All right. That about ends it from this week's show. Have a Oh, uh-huh. I want to give a shout out to Will. Um, SVA will. Will listens? Yes, he does. He told me because he posted something. And I, I just I just be so happy to see his face on social media. So every time I'm, I'm like, shook. yes, I'm Will listens. That makes will. me want to behave better. <laughs> Not me. Will fucking know. I don't know how to behave. Oh, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to Will. Wow. Okay. Hi, Will. That yes. wasn't me that you heard earlier. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace.